0: She Wants Everything, hosted by our one and only Rachel Staub. Good friendships can be hard to come by, but what even makes a friendship good, or what is a good friendship? I definitely do not have all the answers, but I have been through my fair share of friends, great ones, and the ones, let's just say, I don't leave space for anymore. Just like a romantic relationship, or honestly, any type of relationship, I think it's good to have standards to hold yourself to. Not just a list of things for the other person, but what you yourself should also keep you accountable. Going through different types of friendships, I have definitely have been on both ends of being the friend that screws up, but also being the friend who gets screwed up. Needless to say, I have learned a lot, and I still have so much more to learn as we go through this journey of life. I think all of my great and wonderful friendships have a lot in common. And here are some great things that I listed out here on my little notepad that I also try to practice as well. I think friends who are supportive and genuine, friends who are honest with me even if it hurts a little bit to hear, People who I can learn from because they are usually wiser, motivated, and maybe a little bit more disciplined. And overall, just optimistic, positive human beings. Nobody's going to be positive and optimistic a thousand percent of the time, but 98% of the time, they are. And that's what I want always want good for me and i always want good for them the people who can celebrate the good times with you and be there for the bad times i think is a true friend a very good listener any key in to a relationship in my opinion is someone who is able to listen if you are able to listen and your partner or your friend is able to listen to you that is something that is so vital and is so looked over but listening can really help mutual respect that the two of you have for each other and intentionally making an effort to be there for the friend again through everything through the sick and what is it sick and health when you're doing a wedding vow it's literally like getting married sometimes you know you have to be able to be there for your friend when she is going through an absolute, like, she's hitting rock bottom, she's not having it, and encouraging her and supporting her in the way that you best possibly can. I want to note something here. I think there are so many different types of friends for different purposes. I can't even say that I have five best friends because in reality I have very few and those very few best friends aren't my best friends every season or every year because growing up causes us to change environments. Some people move away, we go to college, we move out of the country which means I'm probably going to be closer to some during a certain time versus another and with a lot of my old best friends, I've grown apart, and then when I go back home, it's like old times again. And that's just because that's just the way life works. I don't love them any less, and I don't think I It's not that I don't want them in my life, it's just how mother nature happens. Not that we are our mother nature, but it's how life works. You don't have to be best friends with somebody for like 15 years living close to each other all the time and if you do and if you have a story like that that's great but I think the reality is is that most of us do end up moving away from our once so-called best friend and then we get close to somebody else because naturally you spend more time with that person you talk with more that person you might have the same classes with that person or maybe you work with that person now so it's all relative and I think we should maybe normalize that I would say some red flags in a friendship that I have noticed is when the person only wants to talk about themselves, or you realize that they don't know much about you because they never ask, and you never get the chance to speak up, or when you do speak up, that person who's sitting across from you could care less. They're on their phone, or they're zoning out, and they can't seem to remember a few things that you've told them multiple times. I think that's a major red flag when somebody comes by when they only need something from you, they'll only text you when they need a favor from you, they only reach out to you when they, I don't know, they just need something from you, and that's not okay, you're not, you know, a cigarette who gets used and discarded, like, you are a person, you have feelings, you have emotions, you cry, you probably cry with snot and tears and you laugh and you're supposed to share those memories with your friend you're not just some transactional fee it's so one-sided that they're the only ones that you're the only ones you are my english today you are the one that's constantly reaching out or you're the one who is constantly making the effort and i just want you to try something Let's just say you have a friend in your life right now, and you feel like you're the only one who ever reaches out. You're the only one who FaceTimes them, talks to them, makes an effort to comment on their Instagram or text them, and they have little to very no response. That is probably hinting that you were not on their priority list, and I know that sucks and that probably stings to hear, but I want you to just stop texting. I want you to stop texting for like a week or two weeks and see what happens. Because if they don't text at all, then that should give you your answer. And if they do text you, then that should give you your answer. Um, I also think a friendship is kind of over with is when the memories are only talked about in the past. Like the only thing you guys have in common now is what was in the past. Because there are no current memories to talk about or no common interest or no common ground that you guys can meet in the middle. And I think those type of friendships can be really exhausting. You don't have to, like, end on bad terms. It's just more you guys are more of, like, acquaintances than anything else. A friend who is constantly judging, criticizing, or making you feel small and unwanted, I genuinely just don't think is worth your time. Like, if a person is consistently trying to badger you, especially in front of your other friends. I used to have a friend like that is when every time guys would come around, she would always constantly put me down. She'd be like, oh, well, aren't you this? And aren't you that? Why are you wearing this? Why do you look like a mom? Or, and I wouldn't necessarily call it bullying, but it's definitely not fun to be in that position. And I noticed that this friend would constantly only do it, especially when guys are around and that's when I kind of realized you know what fam you are not for me and I wish I could tell my 16 year old self to just leave but I couldn't because One, I just didn't know what to do, and two, I felt weird if I left, and I didn't want to cause drama, and I didn't want this. And that's on being a pushover, which we all should learn to not be a pushover. There is so much more to a bad or good friendship. I can't say that bad friendships are avoidable, or something that is so awful that you cannot recover from, because you absolutely can. I mean, I know it's hard to understand why falling out happens or, you know, you just are not friends with that person anymore. You guys had a really bad fight. And sometimes it's not really anybody's fault, but more just like a mutual thing. And sometimes it is somebody's fault because they did something really messed up behind your back. And it sucks. It sucks to be in that position because you probably just don't understand why. Especially when people start moving away from each other, and the easiest thing to do is not reach out and lose touch with someone when neither people put in the effort to text. And it's so funny, too, because I know I have friends that I don't live near anymore, and it literally takes 30 seconds to text Ty and have a really quick conversation. But the journey, for some reason, takes five years to send a text for whatever reason. And I have... No answers to those, to that like ambiguous side of these friendships. Like, I am still trying to figure that on my own. I had a friend while back in high school, um, and I'm gonna tell you a story here, who I knew was not the greatest influence. (laughs) for a number of reasons, always talking shit about other people, making fun of people's appearances, like, the list could go on, but I was so insecure, I say this all the time, I was, made me so, so insecure with myself, and I felt like, if this person gave a slight bit of attention to me, it made me feel good, and then, until... That person started to criticize me in front of others or purposely try and make me look bad in front of the boys. So they would turn a blind eye on me. And again, it was not a good feeling. I remember what really set me over the edge is when she started to lie constantly. I mean like constantly making up terrible rumors and I would catch her in it, but she kept on going. So I really just realized that this is not for me, this friendship can no longer serve me a good purpose in my life. I don't think it ever has, but it took me like a year and a half to get to that point. I was a petty 16-year-old who didn't really know why this was happening or what betrayal really meant until this friend. And looking back on it, I understand that nobody is really perfect, even though she might have been the one to instigate the end of our friendship with her shitty actions. I realized that I cannot control her that is not my job and as a people pleaser it was so difficult for me to understand and I am also a little bit of a control freak and so for me to react in the way that I did as a petty 16 year old I just remember kind of really going off on her in one of our friend group chats and I was calling her out when this was really between her and I um and i added fuel to the fire i reacted in the way that i think she wanted me to react in her absurd claims actions and whatever else she wanted to throw at me um but adding fuel to the fire is literally one of the worst ways to deal with anything like if somebody's already yelling and you're trying to yell on top of them it does absolutely nothing And I think it hurts to be the bigger person sometimes. It's not easy. It's actually quite painful because you're sitting there thinking, why do I deserve this? Why is this happening to me? Why can't she just cut it? Or why can't he just stop? But it doesn't work that way. And I remember I was talking to one of my older friends during this time And she, I was explaining to her the situation, I was explaining, you know, what she did, what I did, how ugly it's gotten in her friend group. And I remember her saying to me, and it was so profound, she goes, listen, I know it sucks to be the bigger person, but something that you need to understand is that if you are the bigger person, that says so much more about your character than it does hers. And if you were able to just swallow your pride and ego for a minute and to really sit this one out and just say, you know what, Jill, her name is not Jill, um, I'm just going to let this go because this is getting nowhere. I don't want to hurt you more than you, I already have, and I don't want to be hurt any more than I already have. And... I'm just going to step away from the situation because it's gotten so bad and so ugly that it's a really hard pill for me to swallow and to move on, but I am going to be the bigger person here, and I'm just going to leave, and I'm just going to stop fighting. I'm going to stop badgering. I'm going to stop being petty because, like my friend said, at the end of the day, it says a lot more about my character and who I am to have the dignity to just simply choose side C and move on says so much and obviously I didn't say this to her but the way that I eventually ended things I just remember I was like you know what obviously we're not meant to be friends we are just not meant to be friends we're not compatible you know everything has just gotten so public and ugly that I'm just gonna step away I'm gonna step away I'm gonna end this friendship you know I wish you a great life and I just don't have the capacity to deal with this. And I just remember the first week I was having a really hard time because I just wanted to scream more. And I wanted to like hurt her and make her feel the pain that she had made me feel for a year and a half. But I realized that there needs to be some grace and forgiveness in that. I understood that the way that she was acting and the way that she does act comes from a really, really long list of pains and hurt and her own insecurity that she is constantly projecting out to other people and as her friend i wanted to help her but at the same time if somebody is rejecting your help and doesn't want it i and you and i cannot control that and accepting that is maybe one of the hardest things ever acceptance is always hard but accepting that it cannot always go your way and accepting that you are just going to have to choose side C sometimes and be okay with that and swallow your pride and just step away because at the end of the day, that will make you feel so much more peaceful in a month or two and you know that that good energy is going to come back to you and you showing your character and being the bigger person in that situation, I think will bless you with so many other great friendships and you will realize and look back in that, In the next few months and understand why that happened maybe some doors had to close for new ones to open about me than you and obviously i didn't say this to her but the way that i eventually ended things i just remember but i also want to talk about another thing about being the bigger person yes being the bigger person is a good thing and yes it does say a lot about your character But something that I learned about being the bigger person in a lot of the situations from there on out is I did still feel that resentment. And even though I did feel more at peace than me, like, saying a bunch of horrible things, I still felt incomplete and I still felt like I didn't have answers. But not every relationship is going to be salvaged and... I realized that even though maybe sometimes the other person would be the one's to do things that I was not comfortable with, it was also partially my own doing. Because as a people pleaser, as a pushover, it's really hard to navigate your boundaries. And I am horrible with boundaries and I've been trying to get better. I've been trying to put them up, but it's something that I need to practice more so often and The reason why these people kept doing what they were doing to me is because they thought I was an easy target and they felt like they could repeatedly do it to the point where I wouldn't break because I would never say anything. I would never stand up for myself. I didn't have that respect for myself. I didn't have the confidence to do so. And I realized the biggest thing in all of this is that I needed to respect myself as a person in order to be a good friend. If I myself cannot respect myself, cannot like myself, then why should anybody else, why should anybody else around me treat me with that respect and treat me with that validity and treat me that like I am a human being if I myself cannot to myself? And it really opened my eyes um, after that fight because I was realizing that, yes, it might have been the other half's fault that they were just honestly, a shitty person. But it also is my fault for not treating myself any better and not putting up my boundaries in the first place. Because if I were to put up my boundaries, then I wouldn't have gotten myself in that situation. And, you know, it's not completely my fault and it's not completely hers, but that is something to keep in mind. If you are a people pleaser and if you are struggling to put up boundaries, we just have to tell ourselves that, we do not owe these people anything. I do not owe my friend or someone who's just becoming to be my friend in the beginning anything. All I owe her really is respect and mutual respect and, you know, being genuine. But that does not mean that I have to bend over my, bend over backwards to do something for her. And of course, I think as a friendship develops and as you get stronger, When you get a stronger feeling with this person, that is when you can do favors and that is when sometimes you can sacrifice your time and that is when you can, yeah, once in a while do a little more than you usually would for a person that you just met. But that's because you've built that bond, you've built that trust, you've built that relationship. But for you to do something like I would always go overboard in the beginning because I wanted that person to like me because I like that person in the beginning. But the truth of the matter is, no matter how close you might feel in the first week or first month or three months, you still don't know that person enough and they don't know you enough in order for you to just not have any boundaries. And i think that's an important thing to point out here friendships are complex and honestly some of the hardest relationships to navigate in my own opinion something that i have learned as well is that if i have a problem with somebody and it's completely valid but i decide not to tell them because i hate confrontation and i'm scared it is not a problem to the other person how on earth are they supposed to know That I have a problem with them if I'm not willing to share and don't hit me with well they should just know because they know me that well no that is absolutely not fair because everybody has their own shit going on 24 7 no matter how perfect someone might seem and how well they might deal with things we all have our own lives and at the end of the day that has to come first for most people And nobody's a mind reader. There's no technology that's developed yet to read another person's brain and their feelings and emotions. Someone can maybe sense that something is up, but if you are not willing to communicate and share, then it is not that other person's fault. Now, it's a different story if you do share, but the other person invalidates it. And they're like, why are you being so stupid? Why are you so hung up on such a small thing? That is probably a narcissistic trait and I recommend that you leave because we cannot deal with that and we cannot deal with somebody who is not willing again to listen. I myself have made my fair share of mistakes, like not communicating my feelings, bottling it all up to the point where I just never end up saying anything and ghost them or I lose it on them. I've been in situations where I would choose a guy at the moment that I was into over a girlfriend because he gave me a little bit of attention right at the perfect time when I needed it most. And I am not proud to say that. I am not proud of that behavior. Ladies, it has to be your girlfriends over any boy because your girlfriends will truly understand everything that you are going through, and a guy simply cannot understand that. Like, no matter how many times you want to believe that they might understand, they don't understand just some things that girls do, and girls that get it really do get it, and we are all inherently different and the same at the same time, but... Having your girlfriends by your side is so important. I have been the friend who was so much of a pushover that when it comes time to speak up for somebody who isn't being treated right, I decide to go with the crowd, with the shitty friend group, because it's easier and it's social suicide in high school to not agree with everyone around you, even if you know it's wrong. And let me tell you something, I was wrong in that situation. I should have been stronger and had that respect for myself and that person to understand it's not okay to treat people badly just because they're different. We are all going to make mistakes and there is no avoiding it. No matter how many times you want to sit there and say, I would never do that or I'm never going to do that. Oh my goodness, that's so crappy. Why would anybody do that? You never know what life is going to throw at you and what you are going to do in those situations. And no matter how many times we want to avoid failure and we want to avoid making mistakes, it is just impossible. To learn that now is probably better for you. It is impossible. It is impossible. But the best part about making mistakes in friendships is that if you have a really good friend, they are more than likely to be forgiving. And for me, if a friend messes up, with like little things here and there because nobody's perfect, I am more than willing to be forgiving. It's when it comes to like legal stuff and things that shouldn't be said is when, you know, you start to trail off and cut the friendship. But we have to understand that as friends, we are going to get annoyed. We are going to be pissed at each other for a month at a time. We are going to not being happy with each other sometimes. And that's okay because we are human and that's what friends are for, to be there when things have gone south. And even if you don't agree with how you handle the situation and your friend gets mad at you for that, that probably means they really, really care. And the best things about making mistakes in friendship is that we get to make it and Then later, reflect on it, take it, and have the option to do better next time. And not only mistakes in friendships, but just mistakes in life in general. The best part about making a mistake is making the mistake and having the option to learn from it. So that is all I have today for you guys. Please tune in next Wednesday for the next EP, She Wants Everything Pod if you guys have any recommendations or anything at all, please let me know. Um, love you. Bye.